The Word of God is living. It is powerful, infallible, indestructible, incorruptible, and it will work mightily in me. And now, your host, Pastor Jerry Maya Williams, from the service already in progress. Our worlds have caved in. Our lives have been upended, turned upside down because our way of lives have been interrupted with this pandemic. But those of us that know that salvation is of the Jews know that Jesus, whom we serve, is with us wherever we are and regardless with what's going on in our lives. You see, God first gave the gospel message, if you will, to Abraham, the father of the Jews. In Genesis chapter 12, God told Abraham that all the nations of the world would be blessed in you. Then he raised up Jesus as a descendant from the line of Abraham. As a descendant of Judah, one of the sons of Jacob, Abraham's grandson. So God entrusted the gospel message with the Jews and the Jews brought the message to the world. Through the world, through the Jews, that message was brought. So Jesus said, you don't know what you worship. Do you really know what you worship? Are you worshiping God or are you worshiping the building that you miss so dearly coming to? Are you worshiping God or are you worshiping some man or woman? that you respect and admire? Are you worshiping God? Or are you worshiping the fellowship and the sociability of being around people you, you like? Do you know what you worship? Because salvation comes from the Jews. But Jesus said the hour is coming. And now is. In other words, there's a new day. There's a new order. And it begins right here. That you're not going to worship God in some place. You're not going to worship God only in Jerusalem or only in this mountain. You're going to worship God wherever you are. Wherever you are because of your relationship with God, you're going to worship him because God is a spirit. They that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. And the Father is seeking such. He is seeking such who will worship him in spirit and in truth. God is seeking you. God is seeking me. And he is saying, lose the religion. The Samaritans had a religion. But Jesus offered a true faith. So God is saying, lose the religion. And find your true faith. God is a spirit, and those who worship him must, must. It isn't conditional. It isn't a choice. It's one way and one way only. You must worship God in spirit and in truth. What is it to worship God in spirit and truth? To worship God in spirit is not worshiping with a formality. It's not worshiping with a ceremony. To worship God in spirit and in truth is to commune with God from your heart with the help of the Holy Spirit. To worship him in truth is to worship him according to his word. 
Jesus said his words are truth. Father, sanctify them through the truth. Jesus prayed, thy word is truth. John chapter 17. So this relationship with God begins with a spiritual connection, not a physical connection. God is a spirit. God doesn't have bodily form. He's a spirit. So he's everywhere. He's everywhere. So wherever you are, God is. And God says, worship me wherever you are. I've given you a spiritual connection so that you can worship me personally and relationally. See, too many of us are caught up with religion. Religion. You know, there's a lot of things to get delivered from, but one of the things we need to let God deliver us from is religion. We need to get delivered from religion. What is religion? You see, you need to understand that religion is man's search for God. And man's belief in that God or a group of gods. Here's the problem with religion. Religion steals. Let me say it again. Religion steals, but faith builds. Huh? Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 10, I am come that they may have life and that they may have life more abundantly. But he prefaced that promise with, but the thief cometh but for to kill and to steal and to destroy. But I am come not to offer you religion, but I am come to offer you life and life in abundance. Why did he make that promise? Well, John chapter 10 is a continuation of John chapter 9. And in John chapter 9, Jesus healed a man. He opened the eyes of a man who was born blind. And the synagogue of the Pharisees, in other words, the religious people, could not accept the miracle. In fact, they threatened to kick this man out of the synagogue. They threatened to kick his parents out, to excommunicate them from the synagogue if they called Jesus a man of God, if they believed that he was a true prophet. They did everything not to accept the miracle, all because Jesus violated their religious beliefs. He healed the man on the Sabbath day. And because he healed the man on the Sabbath day, their religion blinded, blinded them to the point where they were unwilling to accept the miracle at all. They threatened the parents of the blind man. They threatened the blind man himself. And in fact, they went ahead and excommunicated the blind man from the synagogue. That's what religion does. Religion steals. So in John chapter 10, Jesus went on to say, but the thief, in other words, religion, but the thief cometh but for to steal and to kill and to destroy, but I am come that you may have life and that you may have life more abundantly. Religion steals. Religion will steal your joy. Religion will steal everything you have. But thank God faith builds. Faith will build you up. 
One thing about religion, it doesn't hold out. We've gone a year with a pandemic and many of us have had to face some difficult times. But under stressful conditions, whether you're facing a test, a trial, or a temptation, religion isn't reliable. Religion will let you down. Religion will shift and sink like sand. Remember, Jesus told the parable of the house that was built upon the rock in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Jesus said, whosoever hears these words of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man who built his house upon a rock. The rain descended. The floods came and the winds blew upon the house and it did not fall because it was built upon a rock. Then he went on in the parable to say, whosoever hear these sins of mine and doeth them not, then I liken him unto a foolish man. The rain descended, the floods came, and the wind blew upon his house, and his house fell, and great was the fall of it. Because that house was built on sand. Religion is like sinking sand. Religion is like sand that ships in the bedrock of the river. We need a solid rock. We need something we can stand on, something we can depend on. We need something in the face of that test, that trial, that temptation, that hardship. We need something we can stand on. We need to stand on that solid rock. And that solid rock is the word of God. And the word of God comes to us not to give us religion, but to give us life. One thing about religion, religion requires external trappings like symbols, rituals, ceremonies, works, formalities. Religion requires a building to worship in. Hmm? That's what religion requires. And some folks just don't feel right if they're not coming to the building. Well, you've had a year to get over that feeling. And I'm telling you, if you're struggling with this, I ask you this question, where is God? Where is your spiritual connection? Where is your personal and relational exchange between you and God? Where is it? I'm telling you, God has been more real to me over this past year than I can ever imagine. It's God that sustained me. It's God that's given me the strength to carry on. Nothing and no one can stop God, not even a pandemic. You see, true worship, that's what God is calling for. True worship, where we worship him in spirit and in truth. True worship, here's what we need to understand about true worship. In true worship, the place is always secondary to the person. Let me say it again. In true worship, the place that you worship is always secondary. It's always subordinate to the person who's the object of your worship. So I don't need to be at church to worship God. I can worship God wherever I am. 
Because wherever I am, he is. And God is a spirit. Isaiah 66 verse 1. God spoke to the prophet and says, Where is the house? You shall build me. Heaven is my throne. The earth is my footstool. Where is the house? You shall build me. Where is the place of my rest? God says, you can't contain me in a building. I'm a God of heaven. I'm a God of all the earth. Heaven is my throne. The earth is my footstool. And you're going to build me a house? Where is the place of my rest? You cannot contain God. God is everywhere. Acts chapter 7 verse 48. They quoted the prophet saying, the prophet Isaiah saying, the most high God does not dwell in temples built with hands. Let me say it again. God does not dwell in temples built with hands. God dwells in you. God dwells in me. So wherever we are, God is. So we need to lose the religion and find true faith. Glory to God. True religion. Let me say this. True worship. True worship of the true God requires a true relationship with him. Let me say it again. True worship of the true God requires a true relationship with him. Do you have a true relationship with him? Or do you have a platonic relationship with him? You got to have a true relationship with the true God to give him true worship. So you got to lose the religion and find your true faith. In Matthew chapter 4 verse 19, Jesus called his would-be disciples. He called Peter and Andrew his brother. He said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Beloved, that's personal and relational. He said, follow me. He didn't say follow religion. He said, follow me. Follow me and I will make you. What is God saying? What was Jesus saying to Andrew, to Peter and his brother Andrew? He said, follow me and I will make you. When God makes you, it is God who creates us. It is God who forms us. It's God who constructs us. It's God who builds us up. Religion will never do that for you. Jesus said you had to follow him if you want to be a made man or a made woman. Glory to God. If you want the revelation that he's your creator, he's your redeemer, he's your king, thank God he's your everything. Follow me and I will make you. I will create in you a, a clean heart. I will form you after my image and I will construct you and build you up in the things of my Father in heaven. Follow me and I will make you. That's personal and that's relational. Then in John chapter 10, verse 27, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them. And they follow me, my sheep, that's personal. And I know my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. 
to know the shepherd, to hear the voice of the shepherd, and to continue to follow the shepherd that is personal and it's relational. There's nothing religious about that. Huh? Second Timothy chapter one, verse 12. Paul said to Timothy, concerning some things he had gone through. He says, and for this cause in which I suffer these things also, but nevertheless, I am not ashamed for I know in whom I have believed and I am persuaded he's able to keep that which I committed to him against that day. No matter what you've gone through over the past year, no matter the loneliness, the isolation, the days you felt anxiety and stress, the days you went to the store and you couldn't find what you were looking for because there had been a run on the store and you became anxious and you begin, you begin to say to yourself, where will I find this? When will I get this? Will I have enough? Nevertheless, these things we may have suffered but God brought us through them. He brought us through these things and for this cause, we also suffer. He said, if you suffer with me, you'll reign with me. It's all right to suffer some things knowing that he's with you. See, it's one thing to suffer in religion knowing that religion can help you. But when you suffer as a believer, you know God knows the end before the beginning. You know God is going to bring you out. You know that victory is at hand. For this cause, which also these things we suffer, nevertheless, we should not be ashamed. Paul went on to say, for I know in whom I believe. The word whom is a personal pronoun. Paul was talking about being personal and relational with God. You can be personal. You can be relational with that same God. You can know in whom you believe. And you can be persuaded that he's able to keep that which you committed unto him today. What is he saying? He's able to keep that which we've committed unto him against that day. God is able to keep your life even during a pandemic. He's able to keep and protect your body, your soul, and your spirit. He will keep us. He has kept us over the last year. And that same God will continue to keep us. But religion will fail you. Religion will disappoint you. Religion is all about man. But true faith is all about God the living God. Lose the religion and find true faith. Now in closing, the true faith of God is a spiritual connection. You got to get plugged in. You got to make sure it's all about God and not about religion or some man-made doctrine you got to make sure it's about God. So many people have fallen off from the church, even before the pandemic set in. People are just tired of religion. People have decided that I'm going to just stay home, and I'm going to have a relationship with God. So they don't call themselves 
Christians, per se, they just say, well, I'm spiritual. And you know, there's something to that. And we ought to be slow to criticize that. You see, you don't have to be with me to be with him. Did you hear what I said? Jesus told his disciples, you don't have to be with, they don't have to be with you to be with me. I have sheep of another fold you know not. I'd rather people get in touch with God whether they ever darken the door of the church or not. It's about God. We got to get God back in the center for the days are coming and the now is that you shall neither worship God in this mountain or in Jerusalem, but you will worship God in spirit and in truth for God is our spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So true worship. So true worship. True faith in God. Is a spiritual connection. It's a spiritual connection that's. Personal and relational. And I have to keep emphasizing personal and relational. You see when I have a personal relationship with God. You can't judge me. And if you do judge me, your judgment is empty. It's void, void and nullified. It's void and null. Void and null. When you have a personal relationship with God, it ought to be about God, not this mountain or some city. It ought to be about God, not some church building or worshiping God in a certain way. You worship God wherever you are. And you see that that God doesn't manifest himself. Because of that spiritual connection. Because it's personal and it's relational. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says without faith. Without faith. It is impossible to please him. He that cometh to God must believe that he is. And he is the reward of them that diligently seek him. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. And you can't confine your faith to Sunday morning in the church house. Without faith, it's impossible to believe him. But this is not a faith that we turn on and turn off. This is a faith we live by. This is a faith we walk in. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. And he that comes to God must believe that he is. You got to be able to come to God wherever you are. Because wherever you are, he is. This is the new economy. This is the new order that Jesus brought to us. He didn't bring us the limitations and the confinement of religion. You got to do it a certain way, in a certain place, at a certain time. That's religion. But true faith is... God, wherever you are, I know you're with me. No matter what I'm facing, I know you're facing it with me. And I know you've already brought forth the answer. I know you'll never leave me nor forsake me. I know you'll never let me down. Let the rains come. Let the floods come. Let the winds blow contrary against me. But because my life it's standing upon the rock of revelation that God is a spirit. My life shall not fail. 
This spiritual house shall not fall. I'll be found standing in faith. So beloved, lose the religion. Just lose it. And don't try to find it again. Just lose it. Lose the religion and find true faith. God is a spirit. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must absolutely worship him in spirit and in truth. Let's take God out of the box. Take him out of that box of religion. And let God be God. And let God show forth his might and power in your life. Let God answer your prayers wherever you are. Let God be real to you. Know what you worship and know who you worship. Jesus said to the Samaritan woman, you don't even know what you worship. You don't even have a clue. You think God is about being in some mountain. No, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Father, thank you. Thank you for opening our minds and our hearts this day. And Father, if we were blind, I thank you. Now we see. It's not about religion. It's about a relationship with you. It is about a spiritual connection that's personal and relational. And I thank you, Father God, that Jesus died for me the same way he died for my brother and my sister. And he died to give us a one-on-one -on -one relationship with the Father. Father, thank you for being real. Thank you wherever we are, you're there. Your spirit. And you can't be contained in a mountain. You can't be contained in a house. You can't be contained or place the rest in a lockbox somewhere. But only certain people have the key to unlock it. No. You're with us. And wherever we are, thank you for being there. Thank you for being faithful. And we want to please you. Because without faith, it's impossible to please you. And so by faith, we continue to worship you. We continue to be obedient to you. We continue to do the works of God. By faith, we continue to honor you and not be limited by external circumstances. You're greater than circumstances. You are the great God. And we thank you for the grace you've given us over the last year to get us through this pandemic, to get us through some difficult days. And God, when we didn't know how a way would be made, you stepped in and you made a way for us. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Remember, without faith, it's impossible to please God. It is impossible to please God. But you know, faith works by love. Faith is activated. It's energized by love. And so whatever you do, beloved, walk in love and have faith in God. 
Join us Sunday at Agape Word Fellowship, where Dr. Jerry Maya Williams is your pastor, proclaiming a life-changing message of the agape love and power that God is. For more information, log on now at www.agapeword.net. 1430 South New Hope Road, Agape Word Fellowship.